This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. Everybody, I am being truth. This is the latest installment of 84 Reasons. No games, no gimmicks, just reason. Got SEC Media Days coming up. Football season is officially here. Once, once we get past 4th of July, you know, all the nonsense is out the way. And, you know, the boys getting ready to go to Nashville. One of the three being selected to go represent them Gators is my next guest. This boy come from, we usually talk about the football royalty. This man got great grandmas and grandmothers who do big things in Florida. Went to Florida, got libraries named after him. But he represents Jacksonville, Duval County, for those of you who live under the rock. We got a princely, but today we talking to the king. My man, King What's going on with you there, Kingsley? What's up, boss? Not too much, man. Just been chilling. Now, Kingsley, man, before we even get into the season, man, how you feeling, man? I mean, how, how are you health-wise, man? I know starting 13 games two years in a row, man, could do a lot on a man's body, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's it's a little nicks and crannies here and there. Like, you play, you know what it is. But at the end of the day, I think I, I came out clean for the most part the past two years. So, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. Mentally, I'm excited. I'm, I'm more excited than I've ever been to, like, go step on the field again for my last year as a Gator. So, I'm feeling good mentally and physically. What? How, how does it feel to say that though? You know how when you first get to Florida, you you a wide-eyed freshman, like, dude, how, how the, what the hell am I doing right? And all of a sudden, I'm the leader. I'm the leader of this group, man. It's funny to say you a leader. You early 20, 20, 21, 22 years old, but you be like, bro, I just got here. It's already coming to an end, man. How, how does how does that make you feel knowing it went by that fast? It's a it's a bittersweet type of feeling, to be honest with you. When I first came in, all the juniors and all the seniors were always like, you go blinking, it's going to be over. Like, it's going to come fast, all this stuff. Because I always used to be like, dang, I can't wait to get on the field, this, that, and another. You feel me? Talking to them, expressing my feelings and whatnot. And I was always like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, y'all y'all are just saying that because y'all are about to be done. But, like, now that I'm a, a fifth-year senior, this is my last season, it's, like, kind of surreal, like, that it's came – it's came this quick in a sense, like it's came this fast. But at the end of the day, I feel like I've had a really good time at the University of Florida. I feel like so far I've been able to accomplish some some things and just looking forward to the future for real. I mean, you, you, you've seen it all done in all the college, man. You talk about what, 2019, I want to say you come in, you had to deal with a, a global pandemic. You go from one coach to another coach, one scheme to another scheme. How did you know you would be, but you know, coming into Florida, no one could tell you that the whole world gonna shut down. You on campus with nobody but y'all. Yeah. Ain't nobody in the stands. Talk about just your your college football journey, man. Cause you know, you guys can write a book on the fact that look, man, you want me to go 2019 to 2020, because yeah, the, the two do not compare. Yeah, so thankfully I got to experience college before everything kind of got weird. I, I feel like it's not really like the same anymore, just because so much stuff has changed in the landscape of college football, but um, yeah, man, it was it, it was it was it's definitely was a weird situation. Like starting out in 2019, you feel me, normal year, you feel me, decent season, and then we had um, the pandemic hit in 2020. Everything was weird. No people in the stadium. Like it's just been interesting to see how kind of everything like has changed and how 
like everything is kind of bounced back from COVID. And uh, yeah. I mean, talk about things bouncing back. Man, what's up with these facilities, man? Y'all boys eating asparagus. Y'all talking about meet, meet me at the pool. I, I'll see you at the pool later on, G. Not, not, not the cold tub. No, no, no. A real pool. Y'all boys out there taking pictures with your feet up. Y'all got little drinks that got little, they got little, you know, uh, uh, you know, pineapples coming out. I'm talking about these facilities, man, and not having to walk up them stairs and go across the street. You could just, you could walk, you could walk out the parking lot with five minutes before it's time to stretch. Yeah, honestly, like, for me personally, I would say, like, that's nearly, like, the best the best reason for the facility is, is that walk. Really, the walk to practice was never that bad to me. The walk after practice used to be, especially, like, when we were, when it was hot towards the beginning of the season, the walk back from practice sometimes used to be, I used to have to sit down for a little 15, 20 minutes, eat a popsicle, get some Gatorade in me. But, yeah, man, the new facilities is really a blessing, like, having access to all these all these different things like the cryotherapy and this this big cold tub and then me personally I use um the underwater treadmills and like that little workout area just for different rehab things. And we had it all over there, but it's just it's not the same. It's kinda of like our own thing now. And we really get to just enjoy it and really be there and work. And like I, I I'm one of the guys who I feel like I go down go out and get a lot of work in at night and stuff. And one thing that I've noticed since we've gotten in the new facility is like, I'll see more people in the building with me when it's late at night. So like, I feel like it kind of, kind of changed some guys' mindsets in a sense and kind of got them to go in and get that extra work and stuff like that, because I guess they feel more comfortable or whatever it may be in the new facility. What's, what's more impressive for an offensive line as a group to rush for over 500 yards or to not give up a sack the whole game? I'd say rush for 500 yards. That's pretty hey, – that's pretty – that's impressive right there. That means you really – you really dog somebody out if you're rushing for 500 in a game. I mean, when not you, getting up a sack's cool too, but, I mean, you also – you got freaks that play D-line, so and, and, and things do happen. So – but get, rushing for 500 is crazy, though. Hopefully we can get a couple of those this season. Do y'all boys got the cheat sheet due to the fact that Coach Sale is the OC and he and he coaches you guys with Coach Sable? Obviously, the expectation is always going to be through the roof, but when when the guy that's coaching you was also calling the plays, it's almost like, bro, we can't escape now, right? Like, everything we doing. How was it having a guy like Coach Sale, even though y'all got Coach Stapleton as well? It's definitely uh, good. Uh, it's good having both of them, really, But because um, I feel like they, they both put their input in pretty equally on, on, on things, but, um, it's nice to be able to kind of just have those conversations with coach and like, see what works, what doesn't work, see what we may like for a week and what we may not like for a week. And like, sometimes I get to go up there and brainstorm with them and things and kind of just relate like how I feel and what I think will work. And like, just give him how I feel and then let him run with that and ultimately do what he, he he's here to do. But, um, yeah, it's definitely nice having access to one of the play callers for sure. I mean, King, you ain't you're not a small dude, but when you around your other four offensive linemen, you small as hell. Like when they, when I'm looking at you and I'm looking at them, I said, Well, that's no the center is number 65. They said, Who are these other dudes? I said, Look, they're just they're just gigantors walking around him like you know, 300 pounds used to be a nice size old lineman. We got guys 340, 350, 6'8, 6'7. Talk about having such a unique offensive line to be able to say, look, man. I'm the guy that make it all go. Like I'm the one that calling out this. I'm calling out the strength. I'm calling out what a you know this and the third. But talk about this old line and how 
y'all guys all look different, but y'all got a specific skill set for what they're trying to do on offense. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I, I think everybody has a different build, but everybody uses it differently. And I think coaches put the pieces in place that they felt would be the best for our offense and how they want to go about the season. I think we got some some really good guys in there, to be honest. I think we got some some nice talents, uh, the right mentality for the most part. And um, we got young guys who are willing to learn and want to learn. And um, yeah, I think I think we'll we'll put it all together. You feel me? We're still obviously working out the the things, but I, I think we'll be able to put it all together and, and handle business how we're supposed to. What 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 does it what does Kingsley take from a guy like Osiris Torrance? Now that you not you now that you the guy that the young guys are looking to for direction, right? Uh, so Sabo, that's my boy. So me and Sabo, like really, what I take from Sabo, I would say is just asking i asked him a lot of questions about like how coach napier and the staff really like things to be and it kind of just helped me kind of absorb i guess the offense and the scheme a little bit better but yeah and i guess now like obviously this has nothing to do with florida but sabo and me we talk a lot and just having him having an open ear for real just being able to ask questions about like the league and the next level and the process of all that stuff it is nice to be able to have. I mean, the one thing, the one thing about you, Kingsley, is I mean, number one, we never hear, we never hear your name calls. You never get penalties on. That's when uh, me and Ryan, you know, my producer was talking about. I said the reason why you can't find no, no nobody saying his name online because the boy just balls. Just go out there, do what he does, super duper confident. But he he got that Jacksonville confidence because y'all Florida boys. Y'all love where y'all from. Listen, I'm a Georgia boy. I love where I'm from. But y'all Florida boys, y'all don't call <laughs> each other by your names, like whatever Tampa or whatever West Palm Beach. Like, what is it about the state of Florida? Y'all just love it. Duval County got to be the most famous county in the state. But talk about that love for where y'all from and just upholding that, like, with a different – because South Florida and North Florida, y'all got different swag, man. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just kind of the culture out here. I think it's the competitiveness – and the drive and all these guys since since little league for real. And like you you can just me personally I just I can see the difference when I I, I play these guys because they're hungry like that's what I that's the difference I can tell not not knocking any other guys from any other states because we got some dogs from all over the place but the Florida guys especially at Florida I feel like it kind of means a little bit more because they're repping their state and like they they want to they want to shop for Florida like you feel me they got all their people watching. You feel me? Everybody in Florida knows Florida, loves Florida. So, Coach Napier, I don't know. Listen, I don't know what phase y'all are in right now, Kingsley. Y'all got more phases than a person stressed out. Y'all go, there's a different phase every week, every month. <laughs> y'all got phases with this is the inner phase of the real phase. I don't know where y'all, but talk about Coach Napier and him, and him making sure you guys understanding. Man, you got to know who your teammates are, what their names are, where they from. You got to know your coaching staff, the training staff. Talk about those little intricacies and saying, look, man, I want you to know who's around you, not just come out here and play football. Yeah, that's that's huge to Coach Napier. It's actually funny you brought that up. Like, literally today we had something. They call it Know Your Teammate. So, um, basically, like, they give out – you should already know it for the most part, but they give out sheets with, like, all the staff, all the players, anybody, basically anybody who helps us. Or who's who's part of the part of the organization, and they um. So what we had to do is like we went upstairs, 
and they're playing like Jeopardy music and all that that funny stuff. And um, they got like these little slides together or whatever. And like, so you turn around, they set it up. And then when the stuff starts showing on the screen, they show like a person's face and you have to name, say their full name and where they're from. And you get 10 chances to get it right. So knowing your teammates, a huge thing for a uh, coach. Definitely. He, he definitely, I feel like prides himself on, on his team being, being that close. I would say. How, how much better does it make you as a player knowing this? I mean, I hear you guys walking in the facility saying, oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah, that guy right there. No, that, that's so-and-so, man. He he wants that, uh, you know, he's the equipment guy. Or that's one of the – because most of the time, for people who don't know what you do know, Kingsley, is football. I mean, college football is a grind, man. It's almost like people say, man, I remember sleeping. I just don't remember sleeping that much because it's go, 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 go. But at the same time, Billy Napier saying, Coach Napier saying, look, man, you need to know the people behind the scenes, bro. Like the ones that really make it go, you really need to know. Because they don't, they don't want no autographs. They don't want no pictures. But you walk up to them and say, how you doing, Mr. Johnson? How you doing, Miss Patty? That lights that, 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 that lights they whole day up because they were like, hey, man, Kingsley came up to me today. He didn't. And he knew my name. Now, he don't know where I'm from, but he know my name. I think that, I think that things like that, as football players, we don't see what these coaches see. Like, yeah. they don't give us X and O. They're saying, listen, I'm trying to tell you. They won't say that it's a, you know, a trainer that loves Kingsley. But I'm not going to tell King. I'm saying, Kingsley, man, make sure you say something to old boy when you're walking out. That dude looking at his hand like this. Now, you didn't see it. When you yeah. walk away, he's like, I'm not watching this, bro. What? He just, he dapped me up for real. But I, I, I say that to say, you know, with everything happened last year, 2022, we get it. You know, nobody, nobody feels good about the season, but how do you feel going into the season knowing y'all boys got a heavy run attack that's – you know how it is when it comes to running the football. You could take it on the road, which we're going to have to do first game of the year. But what what is all these people sleeping on Florida, man? Like we don't play big-time football. Like we can't smash anybody we in front of. No, for real. For real that. But um, honestly, bro, I, I, I think um, our rushing attack is nasty. I think we got four running backs – that I feel like the coaches are comfortable putting in and I'm, I'm comfortable personally having in the game behind me. And we got some old big, like y'all know, we got some big old linemen who are ready to play itching to get on the field, itching for opportunity. And um, we got some guys who got a little bit of experience in there to kind of help those guys do what we need to do. But honestly, like all the naysayers, I mean, whether you're doing something wrong or doing something right, you're always going to have somebody saying something negative about you or somebody hating on you. So at the end of the day, I think if we just lock in and do what we know we can do and be who we know we can be, I, like you said, I, I generally don't think anybody lining up from across from us can mess with us. And I think it's up to the leaders like myself, Ricky, Jason, guys like that to bring that mentality and, and let guys know, like, this is the Gator standard. This is what we need to do. This is how we need to operate and basically how we need to go about our, our everyday operation man sec media days is, is huge man because what happens is you, we always want to see who's going to be the guys repping you know the school everybody want to see and we get it you know the quarterbacks are always going to be the headliners that that's a easy that's easy but this year you know they get they, they say yo rick man we need to holler at you man yo jay yo jason man we need to holler at you what was that like, man? Cole saying, "Listen, yo, Kingsley, bro, listen, we need you to come through. I know y'all boys get to get on the private jet, get to get G'd up. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I get that part. I get it all, but it's 
to know that the coaches are saying, because you know these conversations have behind the scene going, who the hell are we gonna take up there? Somebody go, let's get Kenji. Yeah. Because it ain't just repping the old line, it's repping the whole squad. Well, how did that make you feel knowing they want you to go up to the Nashville and let the world know, hey bro, I don't know what they told. Listen, anybody that counted us out, they cannot count. Trust and believe that, bro. We coming this year. Yeah, so I mean, to be quite frank with you, I, I kind of knew I was gonna go because just of the response I get from the guys in the locker room and kind of just how I feel like I carry myself throughout the day and kind of the standard I hold everybody to and uh, along with myself. I feel like um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm really blessed and glad that my teammates and coaches voted on me to uh, be one of the guys representing us. But um, I feel like I've, I've worked to put myself in that position where it, I, I never wanted it to be a hard decision for, for guys to be like, Kingsley should go represent us. So, it, like I said, I'm extremely happy when I got the call. I was literally jumping up and down because I was just so excited. Because, like, actually, I got a story. So, I don't, even, I don't remember what year it was. It was it was early, though. I know I was in middle school. But um, there was a video on YouTube of um, a Texas A&M offensive. Like, they were going to media day. And there was just, like, a, a vlog of, like, their everyday life. It was an offensive lineman, too. And he just so happened to be African. I'm African. So... I watched that video and like, I don't know what it was, but ever since that, that video, seeing that video and I used to do that, that type of stuff all the time. I used to like watch inside looking college football, all type of stuff like that, just cause I was so excited about it. But, um, after watching that video, like that's something, a goal that I always wanted to be able to accomplish, even like since I first got here and seeing the older guys who've had the opportunity to do that, like since I've been a freshman. So it was definitely a blessing and, uh, I'm definitely excited for the opportunity. I mean, whoa, whoa, you ain't gonna just throw that out there about the Texas and a day in the life. Are you gonna give us a day? Are you gonna give us a day in the life of, you know what I'm saying, of Kingsley? Honestly, it, if they bring Randy or somebody like that to uh, come record, for sure. But I don't know if I'm gonna have the, the time to record myself and, and vlog myself, you feel me? <laughs> Basically, what Kingsley is saying is, I'll be into, I'll be this. And they're like, dude, you got the camera upside down. Bro, I don't know how to do this, man. I'm trying to. <laughs> Give it to the people, but you mentioned you said, look, you said you said he was African, I'm African. I mentioned Princely earlier. So, I mean, do you and him got a different kind of you know kinship because y'all both African? Y'all got a different kind of kinship on the squad? Um, I wouldn't say it's anything different from like my other homeboys on the team, but you feel me? It, it's definitely cool having another guy. Obviously, Princely, both his parents are Nigerian, but it's definitely cool having some more people like that I can kind of relate to and kind of get to just you feel me go through my everyday life with uh, that come from the same background as me but um yeah I wouldn't say it's not really different from my other the other guys on the team for I try to be pretty neutral are you trying so you trying to tell me when mama Prince they come through with the jollof rice you ain't telling Prince really bro so your mama came through listen listen I'm a country <laughs> boy. I know a little something about a little so you telling me you say you're princely your mom told you man, you had a big thing of jollof rice, and you came up and you ain't give your boy none. Like, nah, man, I had to, I had, to, I had to get rid of that quick. I'm just saying, my my Nigerian stand up. I know, I know, country boy, man, but I know a little somebody. For those of you who don't know, man, when I said that, I mean, King lit up like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I just said if she got if if, the, if mom Dukes came through with the you know whipping it up, he know I need some of that. He know I need some of that for sure. Now, you know, now Kingsley, man, I'm I'm looking at your background, man. I'm always intrigued by, you know, legacy players like, you know, uh the Jacksons that came through there. You talk about the pounces that came through there, but your great grandmother, 
I mean, her name is part, like what, she's part of like the, the, the library in Florida, something like that, something I read? Yeah, it's something like that. It's like, there's a certain part of the li- one of the libraries or something. I'm not sure the exact situation or story, but my grandma told me about it. And I guess they they did something within it. So yeah, something like that. I, if I had more information about it, I would tell you. But I, I I haven't really looked too much into it for real. No 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 no. I'm just when I when I saw it's it's funny, right? You know, yeah. we we trying to have our own legacies as as as, as athletes, and then somebody come tell you something about your great grand. You're like, wait wait what what? Yeah yeah yeah. It's like that part over there. Like which part? It's like to me, I think. And then you you know your grandmother obviously went to. UF man, was it always UF? You a lot of people was recruiting you a lot. Was it always UF for you? Um, I can't say it was always UF because I actually UF offer was kind of late in my opinion. But I mean, I, I've always liked Florida. It's, it's always been in the back of my head. It was the first uh, college football camp I went to coming out of seventh or eighth grade. So Florida's always kind of. It was kind of a full circle moment, actually, when I committed to Florida because it was literally the first football camp that I went to was the University of Florida football camp. So, yeah, I mean, I can, I can say Florida's definitely – it's always been kind of part of my life, if you feel what I'm saying, because, like, I've had people that have attended and, and, and loved the university, so. I mean, listen, class of 2000 was one of the most prestigious classes. Do not do not tell me your age, please. Shut the hell up. I don't want to hear you, little young as hell, boy. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear – but – one of the homies, though, Shannon Snell, man, obviously former, you know, uh, first team All-American. Y'all boys get to chop it up. I don't know if y'all still doing it on Thursday. What is it like having a – and I don't know if y'all talk ball when y'all eating that good Sunday's barbecue, but having a former old lineman get – and I, like, chop it up with y'all guys. Y'all doing these funny as hell, but y'all, we cannot cook. We t- tell, the, tell the camera people to stop putting us on camera. Like, hey, man, listen, put the chicken on the grill, bro. We know you don't know what the hell you're doing. Just put it on the grill and let it sizzle. But having a guy like Shannon Snell around campus, man, how does that, even if y'all don't even talking balls, you have to talk to somebody who's been through everything you're going through. Yeah, it's definitely cool to uh, have had the opportunity to kind of get around him and uh, have conversations with him. For the most part, the most of the stuff that I've done with him has been food related. So you feel me? It's been fun, like, getting to learn from him in different ways, different techniques and grilling and cooking. And it's it's kind of uh, nice. He comes out to practice sometimes and just watches us. But it, it, it's just cool. It's kind of a respect thing, you know what I'm saying? The guys before you, you know what I'm saying, got to show respect. And uh, you feel me? I respect what he did at the University of Florida. So, like, you know, when, when guys like that come through and talk, it's just like you really just listen. But it's been cool to have the opportunity specifically to be able to go grill with him and stuff and kind of – Learn from him in that in that sense. I mean, do you have a hit? Do you have a hit in Tyler Kingsley? Because when I was in college with Shannon, that boy didn't boil a hot dog. All this stuff he's doing now, this stuff is such a. I'm like, what the hell you mean? He's a grill master. This boy didn't do anything when we was in college <laughs> outside of pancake and D line. Does Does Kingsley have a hidden talent that none of his teammates know about? Uh, I wouldn't really say. Uh, uh, hidden talent for her, like <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah, no, I wouldn't say that. No, I, let, let me t- let me tell you what Kingsley just did for the for the for the, for the viewing public. Kingsley is lying. Let me tell you why. Kingsley got. <laughs> let me tell, let me tell you why. Kingsley, when I if a person ain't got a hidden talent, they go, nah. This man looked up in the air like, should I tell him? 
<laughs> because they're gonna be watching. Then no, that's cool. Listen, we this is many interviews, Kingsley. Once you listen, once you go pro and do have become all pros, we'll we'll come back to this because every football player has a hidden talent. Some of them you don't want to see them. Don't nobody want to. Some of that stuff. Kingsley got one. I think that I wanted because when I asked, he didn't just say no. He went because uh, what it was is let me tell you how I know. When I told Kingsley about his great grandma, he like this dude know about. Yeah, I don't know, but I know. But when I asked him about the hidden talent, he went. He was waiting to see if I knew all. I don't know. I I do not know. <laughs> Kingsley, I'm not. I'm, we gonna we gonna revisit this. I'm gonna have to send. I listen. I'm in the media, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna talk to the people over there in Nashville. So listen, man. Because one of y'all asked Kingsley, do he got a hidden talent? And ask him on the main stage. <laughs> I think he's holding up. I think he's holding out on <laughs> No, man, but what I have to think about that now. <laughs> no, no, what it was is, no, this is what it was. Kingsley, like, listen, bro, if one of y'all told him about my stuff, all right, because you tell on me, I'm gonna ain't nobody read you, ain't nobody said nothing. Princely ain't said nothing, but somebody knows. I don't know who knows, you know, but I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to give a cold sale, a cold staple, and say, listen, man, your boy holding out on you. What do you mean? I think the boy can sing or do something, you know, <laughs> he didn't want to tell me, but uh. You know, Kings, when it comes to when it comes to this season, man, this is your senior year. It does go by extremely fast. What are you looking? What are you looking forward to the most? You know, your senior because everybody want to go out with a bang. But what is Kings looking forward to the most? Um, really, just the opportunity to put the uniform on, man. Like, like you don't really take you not necessarily take it for granted, but you don't realize like. You can't. It's in forever, and like just the the last the last twelve to fifteen opportunities to be able to just go out there and put the orange and blue on, and just represent the right way. And uh, I really just want to go out there and really just play like really clean ball, and just just really dominate this season and and leave a, a legacy. And like obviously, I'm shooting for all all the accolades, national championship, SEC championship, all that stuff, and. I just want to go. I really like. Just want to go win some games, man. Like I'm really trying to get back to the SEC championship. Is there anything? I mean, obviously, you you know you are you a center, man. You you are. I mean, everybody, you are the smartest uh, old lineman. You have to be. If you aren't, it's gonna be a long day. But you know you. Yeah. And listen, I got the I got the I got the I got this you know, D tackle or nose guard in front of me. I'm pouring out the strength. But with all that being said, is. Please try to tell the people what it's like when you like when you finally run out the tunnel, man. Like when they go, uh, like, could you tell people what that feeling is like? Cause it's it's a it's like a level of dopamine that most people don't understand. There's a reason why we run out, then they do the national anthem. Cause you be tired as hell running to that sideline. Just try to tell the fans who only get to see us do that what that feeling is like. Yeah, so like. You kind of can feel the the rock like the buzz of the yell because everybody's so loud and uh, like it kind I kind of go numb in a sense like like I'm ta I talk to myself in my head when I'm running out obviously I don't, I'm not I don't remember exactly what I say all the time but I I talk to myself and like it's crazy because like everybody's screaming but I can like hear my thoughts and like you're just looking around and it's kind of just wild because really though because it's it's kind of just wild because you see it's literally ninety thousand people in there screaming at the top of their lungs and you're about to go play. Alabama, you feel me at at the crib. So, it's 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 really crazy for real. Like, I, that's another thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, not take it for granted, but like you don't realize how quick it comes until it, until it hits. 
we didn't we didn't do Gator Walk when I was in Florida, man. That's something that came that came a little bit later. Yeah. Man, what the hell is that like, man? I mean, they they gon' they I mean they flood the streets. They and the only reason why they ain't mobbing y'all because they got the little fence. If they didn't have the fence, but what is Gator Walk like? Gator Walk's cool. It's definitely fun. Um, I really I'm really locked in though. Like once I get on the bus for real, I got my headphones on. I'm really locked in from that whole that that from that point on. Like I'm not really too worried about everything else, but. Like obviously go out there and dap up the fans and seeing really seeing the support like even though I'm locked in and I might not shake everybody's hand and say hi to everybody like we feel the support and we really appreciate the support from all the fans and like it really shows like everybody really cares about this and and it kind of gives a little bit of an extra extra boost like shows what what another reason like like why we're playing so I mean I I like Gator Walk it's fun you feel me everybody gets to put that drip on and and kind of uh, express themselves a little bit but it's fun and uh i know as a team we definitely appreciate all the fans coming out and showing their support continuously week after week and kenzie man before before i let you out of here man i mean most of the time person like yourself man big time recruit coming out of high school you talk about florida was late to the party as far as like offering you but the fam and the people you know who we share the last name share the same bloodline the ones who made the ultimate sacrifice for us whether that's football camps growing up, motivating us, you know, I mean, what do you say to them? Because those are the ones that knew who Kingsley was before, maybe even if Kingsley didn't realize the type of talent he had back in the day. Yeah, that's my motivation for real, man. Like, that, that that's what drives me. Like, whenever, like I told you earlier, whenever I get that extra work in and stuff like that, and like my body's hurting, like you said, I done started 26, 27, 28, whatever it may be, consecutive games. Like my body's hurting. Like I'm telling you, my body be hurting. I just say, I just say, show up. Like I literally no bully. I, I, I get up and I say, just show up. Your body knows what to do. And like all I think about is, is my mom and like her. Ha- everybody. Sometimes it's crazy. Like I'm not saying I'm not a negative person or something, but I'm not a, a very uppity, you feel me, type of person all the time. And I, I remember one time, uh, one of my teammates. There was actually a couple of them. I walked into the breakfast area. They're all eating whatever. And, like, I just had a straight face, like, just my, just my normal face, nothing wrong. I was cool, just woke up. But they're like, why you look so mad all the time? Like, because I, I just – and, like, my answer, I ain't really have nothing else to say. A lot, like, all I could think of is my mom had to go to work this morning. So, like, that's really my driving force for real. And I, my grandma still has to work, like, stuff like that. Like, and not only that, like, that that's that's helps with the motivation. But I've been working so hard and, like, I've played this game so long. And I love this game so much. Like, if I don't go do do what I need to do to get to where I want to get, I can't do what I love anymore. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that will – I know that won't be good for me because, like, I really genuinely – like, this is what I do. I love this. So, so that – I would say that's really, really that. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask, uh, you know, because I'm in the media sometimes. So, sometimes I ask a media question. This this is my media question for a second. <clears throat> Hold on. What is what is the Gator standard? Because we hear about it, right? We hear the standard, but I believe it. But I believe no matter what the coach said is, it's gonna mean something different to me. Like individually, I know what the the, the tagline is, but what is the Gator standard? The Kings, the man who said, "Bruh, I have to live it. I can't just talk about it. I got to be." What is the Gator standard? The Kings. The Gator standard to me is doing the extra things and having the right mentality all the time. And no matter what the situation is, just being resilient with everything you do, whether it's 
we need to get this third down conversion if we want to stay in the game or it's, it's 10, 11 p.m. at night and you know you know the, the other center in the country is working. So so what are you going to do to make you different? What are you going to do to put you on top of everybody? And honestly, I think another part of the Gator Center is the ultimate competitors being competitive and whether it's in practice, whatever, I don't, I don't care. Walkthroughs, whatever I'm going like block. I'm blocking 10, 10, 15 yards downfield. I don't care if you get mad at me, I'm punching you all this. So I think that's what the Gator standard is, is just holding yourself to a higher standard and ultimately just not taking no for an answer. That's what I think. He is Kingsley. He walks in. This man said, my motivation is this. Man, why you got to look on your face? My mama had to go to work today. Shut the hell up. Leave me alone. And my grandma had to go to work today. Gator standard means, man, I'm competitive, bro. I'm, I'm playing I'm playing through the whistle. Don't care how you feel about it. I'm, I'm putting that extra work. Because he said my mama had to go to work. Not, that's coming to an end. That, see, that's what I heard in the back is, yeah, she works now. I'm going to be the one to say, your mom, yeah, do you want me to tell him or do you, you want to tell your boss? Mm -hmm. that, that's it. And for those who be saying, wait a minute, bro, you going to do that for moms? That's the least I can do for moms and grandma. Tell them, man, y'all put your feet up, man. I, I got this. They, listen, you think his name Kingsley? That man been crowned coming out the womb. But stop playing with him. Stop playing with him. He's a jollof rice eating pancakes <laughs> waiting. For, you, for those of you who have never had jollof rice, it will change your life. Listen to me. It's just rice. No, for real. Jollof rice, just rice. I'm, I got it. Listen, I got a handful of baby powder. I'm going to slap the head like you don't know what you're talking about. He is Kingsley. I'm being true. This is the latest installment of 84 Reasons. No games, no gimmicks. Just reasons. Not my reasons. Just reasons. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. That man going to be in Nashville talking that talk for them blowers in the orange and blue. I want to see the drip. I, that's just it. I don't care what he says. I, I just want to see him do Because they're going to ask, man, who you wearing? He's going to be like, what you mean, man? You know, listen, I make these clothes. The clothes don't make me. I'm kidding. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Thank you, man. Keep listening. Stay healthy, man. Keep doing, keep that million dollar smile. Tell mom Dukes. Tell grandma Dukes. It's coming to an end soon, man. Appreciate you taking the time, big time. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all today, man. And go Gators.